We've had to postpone Make It British Live, but on today's episode, which is going out on the day that we were due to throw open the doors to thousands of visitors to our trade show, I'm going to try and keep it upbeat and I'm going to look about what positive things we might learn from what is happening at the moment and how that may affect how we all work going forward. You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills and I'm on a one-woman mission to save UK manufacturing. I invite you to join me each week when I'll be sharing the stories behind some of the best British-made brands and UK manufacturers and offering you advice and tips for making in the UK. So let's crack on with the show. Hello and welcome to episode 111 of the Make It British podcast. Episode 111, eh? So that's a little bit spooky given that the day that this episode goes out, Tuesday the 17th of March 2020, is the day that we were due to open the doors to our Make It British live trade show at the Business Design Centre in London. And 111 is the number that you have to call if you are suspecting that you have the coronavirus. So, yeah, if you're listening to this, you probably already know that we have unfortunately had to postpone Make It British Live that should have been happening today on the 17th of March due to the coronavirus outbreak now, I'm not going to go into all the sorry details of why it has been postponed today on this podcast because I want to try and keep things upbeat. You may have heard last week's episode, episode 110, when I talked about the fact that we were actually still going to be going ahead with the show. And again, today's podcast is recorded literally the day before this podcast is going out because I wasn't quite sure what I was actually going to be telling you all today. So it's all been up in the air and changing everything at the last minute. I probably also sound a bit croaky because believe it or not, I've actually got a cough. Um, <laughs> so even if we had had the show go ahead, I would have been self-isolating anyway. So I'm going to keep today's episode as upbeat and positive as I can and also pretty short and sweet. But I did want to talk to you about what we're planning to do with Make It British Live now that the today's show has been postponed and how the changes that we're making to that event are some things that you might also want to consider in the way that you do business going forward and the way that you work with manufacturers going forward. So what we're planning to do with Make It British Live whilst we try and still work out with the venue how and when we can postpone the real live show because at the moment there are so many events at that venue that are all trying to do the same thing and juggle and reschedule and find a new date. We realised that that could be too far off for everyone who wants to find and connect with manufacturers and for those manufacturers who have stands at the show who want to meet new customers and connect with new clients and show everyone what they're able to do. So we want to make sure that we've got something that everyone can come to as soon as possible. So what we've been looking at for a while, actually, 
is a virtual show, a virtual expo. Now, lots of people have said to us, well, what does a virtual expo mean exactly? And you know what? Two years ago, the idea of a virtual expo or a virtual anything, it sounds like it's a pretty poor online substitute for the real thing. But as we stand currently, the idea of virtual anything is becoming much more of a reality. I mean, who would have thought that schools would be giving virtual lessons to students in the way that so many schools are now preparing to do that? And who would have thought that people would be taking virtual online exercise classes because they can't come to can't get to the gym? But because of the coronavirus and the fact that people are having to stay indoors and not do so much socialising face to face, it is meaning that the whole idea of doing something virtual is becoming much more of a reality. And I very much believe now that because we've all had this virtual thing thrown at us, and particularly because our children are all going to be learning virtually through school if and when school's shut, it's going to kind of become the norm. I don't think it replaces face-to-face and going to trade shows and meeting people and touching and feeling products, but it's going to become a great addition as well. From our perspective with Make It British Live, financially, we would never be able to put it on more than once a year. Yet what does someone do when they want to find a manufacturer between one show and the next that's 12 months later? So by being able to fill those gaps with virtual events as well, it means that people can find manufacturers all year round and those manufacturers can find their customers all year round through doing these virtual shows that we're planning to do. So we're actually now pretty excited about it. And sometimes I like to think that out of one terrible, awful situation, something positive may come out of it in the long run. I really do. And I want, um, I don't want to dwell on the fact that we had to postpone the real life show, but actually think, what are we going to learn for the, out of this going forward? And there are actually, once I think about it, many positives about doing anything virtually. One of those main positives is that you save a whole load on travel. I saw a great video. I'll try and find it and put it in the show notes of this podcast. I found a great video about kids learning martial arts classes in China. When they were on lockdown, their martial arts teachers were teaching their classes virtually via the internet and they could still see each other all in their little group, but they were able to do their their practice and learn their class through a webcam on their computer. And they were saying the great thing about it is they were actually saving the time that they would normally would spend traveling and saving the cost on traveling as well. And that is one of the great things about being able to do this show virtually is that people will now be able to experience the whole show, the speakers, the workshops and meet all the exhibitors and see all of their virtual booths, but from the comfort of their own desks or homes or factories. So you'll actually be able to have face-to-face conversations with everyone, just as you would if you'd come to the real life show. Exhibitors will be able to show their products to the camera. You can talk to them face-to-face. So really, none of it will be at all different to what it would be like to be at the real show. 
those face-to-face meetings can still happen. You're just doing it through the medium of a camera on a computer. And then once you've found the people that you want to connect with and you click, because I've always said it's so important when you find a manufacturer, you just click with them. They're the people that you have that initial conversation and they're on your wavelength. So you first, you find the people that you click with and then you make an appointment to go and see their factory. Which then got me onto thinking about what's going to happen if factories are closed while the coronavirus is going on and how much of a manufacturer's work can be done virtually as well and how much of that work that you do with a manufacturer when you're talking to them about product development could you actually do virtually could you actually do a lot of that via computer something like zoom which we use a lot at Make It British when we're having team meetings because we all work remotely. So we will use Zoom and the cameras on our computers. We can share screens so we can share work with each other and see what each other's doing. Could you work with a manufacturer like that when you're talking through spec sheets for your products or you want to talk about the way something is constructed? Because you can see a lot of detail now on a computer camera. And as much as I would love it if everyone was out visiting those factories all the time. And one of the best reasons for working with a UK manufacturer is you can get to their factory and actually see their factory and have that conversation face to face. That isn't always possible. And how much of that can you actually do remotely via the power of the internet and a webcam? I think we're all gonna start having to work more remotely because of the coronavirus and then that will change the way we work in the future as well because we've started to learn and use those tools and actually thought yeah a lot of this can be done. I mean I remember when the internet first came out and people were talking about buying things on the internet and everyone said no one's ever going to buy clothes on the internet because you can't try them on so they're going to have to go to shops and now look what's happening with online shopping and more clothes are bought online than they are in real stores. And I think we will start seeing that with the way that people communicate and work with manufacturers because they'll have got used to doing more virtually and which which of those things can be done without visiting a factory. However, the caveat here, of course, as I said, it is so important to go and see a factory. It's so important to touch and feel the quality of that work. And that shouldn't that process shouldn't be skipped out at any stage. But if other communication can be done in the meantime, I mean, how much time and resources could be saved if you could work remotely with a manufacturer through your product development using a video cam to talk through your product development? We're not talking about sending emails and and texts, but actually visually via the power of the computer and actually doing those meetings face to face virtually. Now, I would never would have thought I would have heard myself say that a year ago because I'm always saying get into those factories and meet people face to face. In fact, I I scoffed when I heard that a certain well-known retailer was avoiding sending teams to factories overseas to find out what a real factory looked like and were actually taking them on virtual tours around factories 
with a headset on so that they can imagine they were in the factory. And I did actually scoff and said, you have got to get to those factories and be there in real life. And you very much do. However, if for some reason you can't get there, a virtual tour is better than no tour at all. I remember when Hyatt Jeans first launched and they had a virtual factory cam on their website and you could watch your jeans being made. Now, I know they've since taken it down because I looked before I came on to record this podcast. I don't know whether it was something to do with Big Brother is watching you. and Maybe some of the staff didn't like it, that every stitch and every move was being watched. But that idea of being able to see inside the factory so that you can see where your products are made and doing that virtually is so much better than not being able to see it at all, isn't it? So I think the higher jeans were really ahead of the curve on that one. So well done to them. A bit like we want to be ahead of the curve with our virtual trade show, because I know a lot, a lot of you have ever been to a virtual trade show before. So you can't really imagine what it's like and how it might be and how it might work. So as soon as we have more details, we will let you know. We're really excited about it, as you can tell. I'm trying to put a positive spin on what are the good things that have come out of this whole very sad and very tragic situation that we all find ourselves in. So I hope this week's episode has come across as sounding positive and I hope you've not been too badly affected so far by the coronavirus. I hope that it hasn't affected any of your loved ones and family and I hope it, it doesn't go forward. I hope none of us are as affected as they're saying it's going to be. So oh, I've ended this episode now on a bit of a downer, haven't I? <laughs> I'd love to hear it from you. Um, upbeat emails only, please. Send them to kate at makeitbritish.co.uk. I would love to hear from you. Take care and speak soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Make It British podcast. If you're interested in finding UK fashion, textile and homeware manufacturers, then you should definitely come to our trade show, Make It British Live on the 17th and 18th of March, 2020. There'll be some of the best UK factories there for you to meet, as well as a series of inspiring talks, just like the ones that you listen to on this podcast. It's the perfect place to network with others that want to see UK manufacturing thrive. To register to attend, just go to makeitbritishlive.com forward slash register. Or if you want to find out about exhibiting at the show, visit makeitbritishlive.com forward slash exhibit or drop me an email to kate at makeitbritish.co.uk. I'd love to hear from you. I hope to see you there. Bye bye.